Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. And I know that it's just been me, really, recently, but I got a co-host now. What's up, dog? It's Jared Bowman. He's he he's he's now the uh, the other side of NYMP. What is Mod Podge? Oh, it's Puzzle Saver. Anyway, Jared, what's up? What's up, dude? <laughs> hey, we use it in my house frequently uh, for after you're done with the puzzle. It's like glue to keep it together. Oh, okay. So, huh? You know, some people puzzles, bro. Once you're done with them, you don't want to take them apart. That's true. You want to save them? Too That's much. true. The last time I was here, I recorded with. The last time someone else recorded here with me was, I think Austin. Yeah, it was Austin. And uh, we were talking about this puzzle right here, because it hasn't moved since I've sat here. It's a puzzle of Kyler and his family. Yeah, they got to do that. It's only 252 pieces. Oh, yeah, that's easy work. Yep. Um, It's pretty easy. I'm not a puzzle guy, but. Yeah, me neither. I'll watch other people do them. To watch the frustration when they can't figure it out. Oh, it's three different puzzles. Three different puzzles? Oh, yep. okay. No, never mind. Too yeah, because this one right here says Mama and her crew, and it's that bottom left one over here. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, what's up, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really, dog. Just... I wanted to get my feet wet again. It's been a while since I've even sat in front of a mic. Sat in front of a mic on the, the podcast side? On the podcast side. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know, Jared, I don't know how many times he's been on, but it's like been like... Like four. Yeah, four, four or five. five, something like that. Yeah. He used to have his own podcast, Life is Good with JB. Had to retire it. Yeah, it's... Um, it, R- it, it, R- it retired. R- yeah. yeah. So now he's here. Which is cool. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, straight to it. The Masters are this week. When you're listening to this, it'll be Friday. But they have already they'll start. They had, they had already started. Yeah, they started. They start on Thursday. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be the second day, round. Yes, day two. So uh, Tiger, he sort of retired like a couple months, like a month ago. Then he was inducted into the Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago. And then um, decided that he was like, if I feel good, I'm going to play the yep, playing the Masters. And then he decided to show up at Augusta because it's Tiger Woods, so he's always going to get an invitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he decided to show up to the Masters, and he played a practice round. Felt good. He played another practice round. Felt even better. And um, I'm assuming he's playing a practice round today. No, they did already. Oh, his nine holes? Yeah, they yeah. played the back nine. And... Uh, um, Yesterday, being Tuesday, they asked him uh, if he planned on playing. He said, as of right now, I feel like I'm going to play. And then someone asked him some other question about playing. Will he actually try to compete? And he said, if I'm trying, if I'm going to play, I'm going to, I think I can win. And he thinks he can win. So, uh, yeah, Tiger. (laughs) Uh, He played the back nine today with Fred Couples and Justin Thomas. Okay. Uh, And Couples was just like quoted saying like, Tiger is Tiger. 
Uh, he talked about how he's like you could notice the limp from the in, from the wreck. Yeah, but like he looked strong and his swing looked good. So he's gonna compete. He's not like he's not like us, like the average golfer. Like we just go out and play yeah. a team and then go home. Like he's trying to win when he steps onto the onto Tiger the wins. If he plays and he wins, he's the goat. I mean, that's already that's no, true no, already. No, no, but he's like the goat's goat, like. You have to kind of take him and move Tom Brady back down. Yeah. Okay. If he wins. Because, like, when he won in 2019, that, like, already solidified it. That was, oh, one yeah. of the, that was the greatest one, comeback of all time. This one would be, like. Even better. The story of stories. You go away for 19 months, 17 months from a wreck. You yep. decide, ah, I'm going to retire. Yeah. You come back. And to get the sixth one would, would be, like, the icing on cake, like, right off into the sunset. Yeah. That's true. Come back after a near-death car crash. Said that you'll never walk again. You got the old man gangster limp now, because he does. You can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be the goat, like the goat goat. Yeah, bro. No, no, like, debate. Like, sorry, Tom. I love Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. I love Michael Jordan. I but love Michael Jordan, too. Y'all both got to. You got to step down. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I mean, 2019 win... Already put him up there with him. Yeah, but this this would this would he would take a big step up. I think and even if he even if he like even if he didn't win, if he just made it to, you know, Sunday made it to Sunday top like top leaderboard Sunday, and, and it was up there Tiger with him. Red. Yeah, <laughs> Tiger get, Red on Sunday. If we get the Tiger Red on Sunday, I, I I give him a good fair chance of winning it. Tiger Red on Sunday is terrifying. He's already said that if he makes it to Sunday, that's what he's wearing. You have to. Everyone. That's a scary I mean, that's, sight. That's though, a too. thing. That's that's his thing. I think. Um, who was it in twenty eighteen? Patrick Reed won. Yes, and that's what he wore. Yeah, Patrick Reed won, and then uh, yeah, Sunday the the tiger red on Sunday is like uh, the best jersey in sports. <laughs> it's hard to like. There's the most iconic colors or jerseys in sports is like the Dallas Cowboys because it's never changed. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a Cowboys fan. No, but the Cowboys have the, an iconic jersey. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers is the purple and gold. The Yankees, Yankees pinstripes, yeah. So, th- and then the Tiger and Red would be Tiger and Red, just red Nike shirt, black pants, black shoes, black hat, black glove. It's go time. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if Tiger wins. I, I don't, I don't know. It's so it's so weird because I'm like, ah, can he actually win? Yeah, and I shouldn't say that. Yeah, but no one should be able to say that. We should be like, nah, he's gonna finish 38th. Yeah, <laughs> but no one two years ago should get, should should have been able to say, yeah, I think Tiger could win, and then he did. So now I just don't care if uh, I want Tiger to win. I always want Tiger to win. Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. But I'm taking Tiger against the field 99% of the time. Yeah, you have to. But you can't do that with any other person in sports ever. Maybe Tom. Maybe. Maybe. Depending on the team he's on. That's true. But just just as far as you're out there, I mean, you got your caddy, obviously. But, like, at if the he, end of the day, it's your decision. Yeah. If he's just caddy, there for advice. Yeah. <laughs> If you if your caddy goes yeah no I think seven irons the play and then you look at it and you go eight iron he's not gonna argue nah he's gonna he he might ask for like a reason like yo what 
Like, yeah. Why? But at the end of the day, he's going to give you your club, wipe it off, and let you do your thing. Yeah. So you're out there by yourself. That's Tiger versus how many people play in the Masters? 300-something? Yeah. Yeah. And I, half of them obviously don't count but because they're not going to be there on Sunday. But the top 20 make it to Sunday. Yeah. Top 30. Something and, like that. And I think 30 is the cutoff. Yeah. And to just to make it to, to Sunday would be a feat. Then if he competes on Sunday, that would be crazy. And if he wins on Sunday. Give me the goatee jack, the green jacket. <laughs> I think it's more so the more important day is Saturday for him. Saturday's a big day. Saturday's cutoff day and yeah. depends on how you finish. If you're top of the leaderboard, you have last, you know, you have last tee time. Yeah. So you can sort of watch. They and got sort a late of, tee time too on day two. Yeah. I know like, Tigers tomorrow's is what? 1030. Yeah. Yeah. 1030. 930 our time. Yeah. 930 our time. Yeah. And then they got like the, they're like the third to last on Friday. Yeah. I was the, a couple weeks ago and a couple months ago when Tiger retired, then he was inducted into the hall of fame a couple weeks ago. I was really upset, like not upset, but like, I was like, damn, I've never been able to see any of my favorite athletes play. Ever. Never got to see Kobe play. Never got to see Jeter play. Um, Tiger. I mean, the it, ch- I say that too because, like, okay, I got to see uh, right Dirk's last year. Like, yeah. Dirk's one of my favorite players. Went to watch him play. He didn't play. Yep. And I was like, come on. Uh, Kobe had already retired when I made it to Staples Center, finally. Yep. Uh, I did get to see LeBron James. I wouldn't say he's one of my favorite players, but. You know, that's it's LeBron. Ex- that's an expensive ticket. Yeah, it is, so. LeBron. Um, Understandable. I'm not a big baseball guy. I'm trying to get into baseball. Trying. I'm a huge baseball guy. I, I love baseball. I love watching it, but I don't have like a favorite team or a favorite player. Yeah, I, I love baseball. Watching. Love baseball. Um, I'm a Yankees guy forever. So, and then I mean, I mean, I have a, I mean, I have favorite soccer players. I like watching soccer too, but. I'm not. There's no chance of. I'm not going across the world to fly to Paris to see Lionel Messi and Neymar no. play. <laughs> no, so bro, that's an expensive trip. Just the only way I'm seeing them play is if the <clears throat> World Cup is here. The World Cup is here, which is supposed to be in twenty. Oh, 2028. Yes, so I think so. 2028, whatever. Wait, next year's. I know it's not this World Cup, but it's the I next think it's one. 2028. So, World Cup. When is the World Cup? The World Cup is prelims just happened the other a week or so ago to see matchups. But... Oh, never mind. The World Cup is this year, so it would be twenty thirty. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, it'd be yeah. World Cup. I just want to know because they have them listed for like the next four or five. World Cup 2026 is in Canada. We can make that though. That's not. Oh no! It's uh, it's um, 2026 because it's North America. So uh, we can. So it's hit... Canada, Mexico, and the United States in so, 2026. So we could go. We could. I make, could do that. One. We could make that. We'll I have, have to that. put that on the list. Though. I could do that. 2026. I could do that. Because we're saving our pennies, though. Because when you think about the World Cup, obviously it's soccer's the biggest sport on the planet. And then yeah, there's no country that doesn't play soccer. Exactly, and then you take 
It's in North America. So the qualifier, all the last like, oh, the last three rounds of the World Cup would all be here. We have the biggest stadiums, and most likely one of them would be, if not the final, would be at AT and T. Yeah, Jerry's World. Yeah, Jerry's World because it's the biggest stadium here. It's one of the biggest stadiums on the planet. For now. For now, yeah. But where who? Canada. You got. They can move that. They can move the California to SoFi. Yeah, SoFi. Yeah, SoFi is massive. Yeah. Um. But I just. Do you want to go somewhere where you can get the tourists? So it would either be here in Texas, California. Yep. Depending on what the Bills do with their new stadium, how big they make yeah. it, maybe in New York. I just don't see New York being like. I would love to go to New York, but I don't think as far as soccer fans are going to want to. You gotta go somewhere where it's massive. Yeah, I think I think so far Dallas. Yep, I would. I mean, I, I imagine it's one of the games is taking place at AT and T. Yeah, it's one of the, it's the it has to. Um, Jerry's going to make that happen because that will bring him in a nice little a lot of money, like a lot, a lot of money. So yeah, 2026, maybe we can go to that. But then I thought about it and I was like, man, I never got to see Tiger play because he was hurt and you know, his body broke down and all this stuff. And now he retired and I was was like, man, then he surprised me because I really thought he was like done, done, done. He's just going to be a. He's just gonna wait. He probably just got out there to play with like Charlie or something like that, and started hitting the ball good. And he was like, "I think I can do this." And Charlie's like, "Dad, stop being a yes, yeah, yep, <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, yeah." And then I was like, "Man, well, I, there's no way I'm seeing Tiger at Augusta ever. The waiting list to just go to Augusta to get there is like two and a half years long." Yeah, dog. I've looked into it, and I was like, "There's yeah. no way Tiger's going to be playing in two and a half years. It's just not happening." What are we? Almost fifty. He's forty six, so so almost fifty, almost fifty. When, yeah, with a bad body, yeah, there's right. no way. Nah, <laughs> there's no way. Nah, he's not gonna be there. So he may hope, he may be there, but he ain't playing. Yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> Hopefully, he said he can't play like 12, 10, 11, 12, you know, tours every year anymore. But he thinks he can do like five or six. So we we might get to catch him. And like a small tour. Like something, uh, the, what is it, the Valspar in San Antonio he's played. Uh, yeah. The Wells Fargo in Dallas he's played. Okay. So. Yeah, there's opportunities. I I would be, I would easily go to, I mean, it's not that crazy and not a lot of people would be there, but it, somewhere where it counts as a championship, so golfers show up. Yeah. So facts. I would go to one of those. I would go to one of those for sure. Um, Then, moved, like I said, baseball, Derek Jeter retired. Kobe retired. Um, R.I.P. The goat. Yep. That guy right there. Um, then, I mean, the only thing really I got left would be going to a UFC fight, which which can be hit or miss if you can get in. Exactly, because my favorite fighter is Connor, and we don't know what we're gonna get from him right now. Never. I do want to be at an Israel uh, an Israel fight, yeah. an Israel fight. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think. If Patty gets bigger, I like Patty Pimpet. If Patty He's gets funny. bigger, I want to go see him fight. Patty Pimpet is funny. I like him. I like uh, Sean O'Malley too. Yeah, Sean O'Malley. Would be it cool. was just so crazy. I, He's tall. And He's super tall. And like, he like almost my height. Mm-hmm. And dude, like like weighs a third of what I weigh. Yeah, like, he's like one thirty. 
Like, bro, you're supposed to weigh like 215. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to be fight heavyweight. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's, he's tiny. Um, then the chances of me going to see a Connor fight is very slim because no one knows if he's even coming back. I know he posted um, a video. And I know people are trolls are going to be like, yo, he looks terrible, but he looks strong. He's massive. He's huge. He's like, what he weighed in the other. I, this was months ago. He's 190. He like 190. Yeah. He, I don't think. And he said he doesn't want to go down to the 155. He doesn't want to make that cut. Understandable. So Understandable. When he was younger, it was easy. Yeah. Now he's older. Well, he's not even that old. He's only 32. But, like. <laughs> so are we putting him in the in the lightweight division? I feel like he just goes to welterweight and tries to fight 170. I can see that. He said it. I mean, he said he wants. I think he can still make 155. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> no, he'd be he'd have to cut now. I think he could make one forty five still, but that would be terrible for him. No. It'd be awful. Yeah, he could still make it, but because he's small, he's t- he's, a, he's like five nine. Yeah, he's a tiny guy. But when you think of people, naturally, a dude that's five nine is going to weigh around one fifty to one seventy. Yeah, so that's like a natural weight for him. Yeah, so. But he's on the mm-hmm. top end of that now, so like, yeah, that's a massive cut. Like, it is, it is. One fifty five is obtainable. It's not gonna be fun, but one forty five is. All, they're all obtainable, but one seventy is probably his best bet. Yeah. And okay, so if, if you're Dana White, what fight are you trying to make for him? At one seventy, do you give him a title fight? At 170? If Kamaru Usman beats up Leon Edwards really bad. He is. Yeah. Oh, no. If he beats up Leon Edwards and then you put that, what's his name? Uh, Hazmat Shimaev, the dude that's been running through everyone. Yeah. If he beats him really bad, well, now you have to give him someone because he's beat everybody. There's no other 170-pounder worth being in there. Yeah, nah. And at that point, Connor's probably going to lose to him. But That's that's fine. But it's going to generate the most money for for the company and for them, too. Yeah. So, or do you convince Nate to come up to 170? I think you convince Nate. Wouldn't they fight? They fought. They it's, fought both at 170 because he uh, he was supposed to fight. What was his name? Rafael dos Anjos. Oh yeah, the, for the he, lightweight championship, yeah. he backed out, and then he took the he called like on seven days notice and said Nate Diaz will fight you, but it has to be at 170. And Conor was like, "All right, cool." Because he fought, he lost the first time. Lost the first one. Then he said, "I want to run it back at 170 to prove I can beat him there." Then he beat him. So no, I feel like this man. one you got to. I feel you like gotta you got to take it, it down at 155. Make him fight at Connor's weight, where Connor feels comfortable. He did it twice at, at he did it twice at Nate's weight. So I feel like you got to take him down to. But it would be tough because Nate's older. Connor can still get there because he's only 32, which is and he's a freak. Yeah, and he's. I mean, that's old, but like still like. That's attainable. Yeah, he's younger still than Nate, so wouldn't be easy for Nate. But I okay, I will say this: I don't want another Dustin fight. I don't want to see him. Fight I feel him. like you gotta maybe even put him at catch weight. Put him at like one sixty five. Okay, that's fair. Or like, like one sixty or something like that. Dustin, I don't want to see it again. Dustin's good. We gotta let that. We just gotta let that die. I like Dustin Poirier. I do too. I sort of want to see it again because I want to see. I wish I. The the whole freak it leg break thing. I wonder how that fight was gonna go. Cause a lot of people didn't score Connor well, man. I thought he. I mean, he only lasted one round, so I, he looked fine at the, until his leg broke. Yeah, you can't do anything <laughs> about it. So 
I'm curious on how that fight would have ended if that never would have happened. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing it again, but I don't think it's the fight for him. No, not right now. If Connor loses, they're, bo- they're both on losing. Sh- they both have losses though. If Connor is on a, if Connor is on a, Connor needs a fight that he can come in and win. He needs a confidence boost. Yeah, but that's the thing. He won't take that. <laughs> You're right. He won't take that fight. He want he wants Kamaru Usman right now. <laughs> it hadn't even been a full year since your leg broke. He wants Kamaru Usman now. In the summer. Like Dana's like, nah, in the fall, Connor. And he's like, No, I'm like July. <laughs> I should be good to go in July. Um That'd be crazy if he got out if they made that fight and he just won. That he if he just won. Be like well, knocked him out. I just like I don't know this I don't know anything about sports anymore. <laughs> Everything uh, that you think logically yeah. goes out the window. Yeah, at that point, like if Tiger wins this weekend, be like, Okay, of course it's Tiger. That makes sense. Would it should it have happened? No. He almost died and got his leg cut off. But if anyone could do that. It's Tiger. It's Tiger in his element. Fighting is a completely different thing. There's so many variables. Kamaru Usman's is Kamaru Usman is massive compared to Connor. He's bigger than Connor. Yeah. He's taller than Connor. I think Connor might be longer than him, actually. Like in, Slightly. in reach. But yeah. Connor's also a weirdly shaped human. <laughs> um but everything in that matchup says Kamara Usman wins in two rounds or less. He's going to grab a hold of Connor and just F him up until he either decides to knock him out or choke him out because he has wrestling in his game. But if Connor somehow just sneaks a hand in there, that left hand, and he just drops him, I'd be like, oh, well, okay. I don't know anything about I've been watching UFC <laughs> closely for years. And then everything I know is gone. It's just gone. At that point, I could never point, put my, like just take someone on a fight ever. All right, so do we? Okay, we're still talking UFC. Do we get a John Jones fight this year? Finally, yep. end yep. of the year or like middle nope. July? July International okay. Fight Week. All right, International Fight at Week at heavyweight uh, in Africa. I think in Africa. In Africa, I think it happens. International Fight Week July in Africa, or it'd be in Vegas. But I think it's if if they can make it happen in Africa, they have all three African champions there. You got Francis Ngannou, Kamaru Usman, and Israel Adesanya. I thought Francis had surgery recently. He might have. Oh, he did on his knee. Yeah, I don't think he's fighting. I, they're saying he's probably not going to fight the rest of the year. Because that's why their John yeah. Jones kind of came up. But you still take Israel and Kamaru Usman, and you still got the two yeah. two of the three biggest African fighters in the world. Well, if you Africa. don't make Africa happen this year, then you have international fight with John Jones. And I think he fights Stipe. At heavyweight. Yep. I want to see it. Because I need to see obviously it. John Jones has never fought at heavyweight, but and you can't give him really a low ranked heavyweight because it's John Jones, the greatest UFC fighter of all time. But there's like a risk of putting him in there with like a Stipe or a Francis because they that's their weight class. <laughs> like I mean, I understand John Jones is John Jones, but he also in his last like three fights he's got hit a lot. You can't get hit by Francis like that. At 205, you could get away with it because you were you understood 205. That's not working with Francis or Stipe. You know, That's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Francis hits like a... Hits like a car. Yeah. Going 80. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working, John. I watched him hit Buddy on uh, the Jackass movie in the nuts. And like, I was, yeah. And I was like, oh. Like, any understand. grown man that can break a cup with his bare hand. Yeah. With a glove on. With a glove on. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I seen him walk to the street and he slapped my girl's butt. I might be like, you know what? I'm just gonna shoot your big ass. He might eat that. Literally, like grab it out of the air and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, um, yeah, John Jones can't. You can't get hit like that. I doubt he will. I think he'll know that. John Jones yeah, and he'll probably use more of his wrestling because a lot of that's a part of his game that nobody really talks yeah. about. Uh, yeah, his ability to wrestle. He'll move a lot more. I know he that. Don't have to. He'll have to. Yeah, <laughs> he'll have to because at two oh five. John Jones is still a freak. He's like 6'4", and his wingspan is like 87 inches, which is crazy, which is way longer than anyone in heavyweight, too. But yeah. they'll close distance. They're, they're Now they're all your height. They're all your size. But the only thing is, you've been doing this for two years. They've been working at this for seven, eight, nine years. So, but I think we get a John Jones fight this year. He's gonna Probably w- against like Stipe or somebody. Who's the heaven, another heavyweight? I can't think of heavyweight fighters. Uh, what's that one dude that... Uh, you have Stipe, you got Francis, you got... Who did Francis just beat to get the belt back fully? Was it Kane Game? Oh, Cyril like Gaon. Yeah. Cyril Gaon. I could see that fight. Cyril Gaon, he's not bad. Uh, Derek Lewis. Ah, but he's on a losing streak. Yeah. Do you give John Jones somebody that hasn't been winning? No. Um, that's all I can think of. I can't think of. Yeah, heavyweight's pretty whack. There's like three people, big names in heavyweight. And then you go down to light heavyweight. And it's it's bare now. 205. Who even fights at 205? I know oh. Glover Teixeira is the, the champion. Cha- yeah, that's it. Whoever he's he's fighting this weekend, I think. And whoever or whatever. Who, who is Glover? Other than, oh, um, um, oh, what's his name? He fought Israel Adesanya and Izzy lost to him. Because Izzy tried to go up to 205. I can't think of his name. Me, I know. I, yeah, yeah. I, um, him. Oh, um, Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes. But I think he's a two hundred five. The UFC has some competition too, though, in the combat world with all these newer, yeah, organizations and stuff. Yeah. Then you move down to welterweight. Obviously, Kamara Usman, Colby Covington, Leon Edwards, I, Jorge me, Masvidal. Colby Covington is the Walmart brand Conor McGregor. Kobe would be the greatest welterweight in the world if Kamara Usman didn't exist. Oh, facts. <laughs> facts. If Kamara Usman didn't exist, Kobe Covington would be the greatest welterweight in the world. No hands, no questions asked. No questions asked. But Kamara Usman's here. Um, then you move down to lightweight. <clears throat> you got Connor, Dustin, Justin Gaethje. That, that division's deep. I like Justin Gaethje. Um, um, dang, what's Buddy's name that's the, uh, that just beat Dustin with the rear choke? Um, Charles. Charles Oliveira, yeah, Charles Oliveira's ruling that. Um, Michael Chandler, yeah, that division's deep. Honestly, then you go down to featherweight. You got um, <clears throat> who's in featherweight right now? I have. Who's the featherweight champ? I don't know. Let's look. Let's look that up. Oh, uh, Alex. He fights this weekend. Alexander Volkanovsky. He oh, fights yeah. the Korean Zombie. Max Holloway. Max Holloway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, them. Then you go down to what was it bantamweight? Yeah. 135. Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Al <laughs> Sterling. Uh, Pete, uh, Pete, Pete Rayon or whatever. Yeah. He fights this weekend. He fights Al Sterling this weekend. Who are you taking in that? Al Sterling. Okay. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you know how the UFC on YouTube uploads free fights before the new fight or whatever of their old fight? Yeah. I watched their fight the other day and it ended. That's the fight that, ow, that ended like last year or the year before with the the illegal illegal knee yeah yeah so 
All right. Uh, Peter Yan was beating his ass. Aljamain Sterling had him in round one. It was constant pressure, and Peter Yan didn't know what to do. But after that, he sort of took over. But he, then he did that knee. So, yeah. Uh, who are you taking in the Gilbert Burns? Uh, Gilbert Burns fight. He fights um Hazmat uh, Yeah, That's a great fight. I'm taking Hazmat Chimaev because he's scary. He's the dude that, like, in 2020, had um, he beat somebody. It was his first fight in the UFC. And then the weekend after that, someone fell out and he came, but he flew back oh, yeah, to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, and won. And won. Yeah. Quick. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm taking Hazmat Chimaev, but I wouldn't be surprised if Gilbert Burns won. Because Gilbert Burns is a problem. But I like Hazmat Chimaev. I want to see how much damage Hazmat causes. I just really want to see the Hazmat Shmaev and Kamaru Usman fight. That's what I want to see. Do they make that fight next if... If he beats Leon Ed- if Kamaru beats Leon Edwards? Yeah, you have to. Ain't nobody else in 170. He's beat Orhe twice. He's beat Colby twice. He beat Gilbert Burns. I mean, there's no one else left at 170 for him to fight. True. So... What's other than what's un, I know they have a one twenty five. What is that? All right, I'm looking at flyweight. Flyweight. I don't even. Who's in flyweight? I don't. T J Dillashaw, maybe. No, that's um, Kai Kara France. He's the dude that knocked out Colby, uh, Cody Garbrandt a couple months ago. Um, well, I'm looking at the rankings, and I don't know any of those people in flyweight. That used to be Mighty Mouse's division, and like Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Um, Who even fights at that weight anymore? I don't know anybody in that weight. Brandon Moreno. Bra- oh, the Mexican. Uh, uh, Davidson Figueroa. That's right. Uh, That's you, right. Uh, Kai Car France. Yeah, Kai Car France. Yeah. He's good. I like Kai Car France. But that's really all I can. Cody Garbrandt's in that division now. He dropped. Yeah, he dropped to 125, which okay. is. Yeah. Whatever. He, he got just, knocked out. He should <laughs> stayed at bed. Huh? Uh. One thirty-five is even hard to depict. What is what is that? The bantamweight group. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You got Sterling, Peter, T.J. Dillashaw. T.J. Dillashaw's one thirty-five. Jose Auto. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, Shot O'Malley. Yep. That's that division. Um. Then you go featherweight. Max Alexander, Korean Zombie, Brian uh, Ortega. Ortega. Uh. After that, I don't know anybody else. Lightweight, we already said those. Charles Oliveira, Dustin, Justin Gaethje, Connor. Is- Ismail. Oh, yeah. yeah oh. He's he's climbing that. Yeah, he trains with, he's he's Habib's student. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Chandler. Yeah, Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael Andros, Chandler. Rafael Dos. Oh, yeah, Rafael. Uh, uh, Tony RDA. Ferguson. Uh, Tony Ferguson hasn't, I forgot he even fought. Yeah. Uh, the last time I saw him fight was whenever he fought Justin Gaethje and Justin Gaethje. Dan Hooker, those guys. Dan Hooker's on like a four-fight losing tree right now. He just can't win. Then you go Welter, Kobe, Gilbert Burns, Leon, uh, Jorge Mazadal. Who else is in Welterweight? Uh, Steven Thomas. Oh, Wonder Boy. That's right. I forgot about Wonder Boy. Sean Brady. After that, I don't know anybody else. Let's see. What we have? Middleweight. That's Robert, Izzy. Izzy. Robert Whitaker. Jared Conner. Oh, yeah. Jared Kennedy. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, Marvin. VTR. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Derek Bronson. 
Paula Costa, Sean Strickland, Dan uh Dan Till. Yeah. Uh, Chris Weedman. Okay. They got some notable names in that division. Lightweight, uh, light heavyweight. Glover Teixeira. Yeah. Uh, Han Balak. I don't even know how to say that. But after that, I don't know anybody uh, else. Who else is in light heavyweight? <laughs> There's literally no. That's really it. Those three. Those two that I know. I don't know anybody else in that division. Dominic Reyes. Yeah, Dominic Reyes, yeah. But after that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anybody in light heavyweight. Then you got heavyweight Francis, Francis Stipe, Gain. Uh, yeah, uh, Derek Lewis. Yep. Um, after that, kind of same thing. Don't know any of those guys. Just the smaller divisions just rule the UFC right now. Yeah, even on the women's side. Yeah, even on the women's side. Yeah, because um, women's side you got. I mean, hell, you got Rosanami Yunez. Um, Amanda Nunes. All right, now this is kind of weird though. I just opened like you can like click on the rankings. Yeah. So there's no one in the women's featherweight division, but Amanda Nunes. Yeah, that makes sense because she ran through them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I sense. I seen that the other day that uh, Juliana Pena said like, who does she fight? Like, why would she even be the champion of a division that has nobody? I'm ready to see that rematch. I think Amanda wins. Oh yeah, quickly. <laughs> yeah, nah, that don't last as long. Uh, I was shocked when Julieta Pena beat her. But even like in the women's, you only really have like three known names. You got Holly Holmes, Amanda Nunes, Julieta Pena. Uh, I don't even know the girl that's the featherweight, like flyweight champ. She, Valentina. Oh yeah, Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, and then Rose. Yeah, yeah we know her. <laughs> I love Rose Nama Yunus. Yeah, but that's it after that. Like, I don't know any other uh, female UFC fighters. I like Rose. I like Thug Rose. Thug Rose. Thug Rose is one of my favorites. She might be top two fighters for me in the UFC. I love watching her fight. Uh, she's savvy. Because she's so tiny. Yeah, bro. You don't expect. But she causes problems. Big she problems. She a problem. So uh, I like Rose a lot. Um, so, yeah. I think who fights this? It's um, Alexander Volkanovski and Korean Zombie. They fight this week. Yeah, that's the that's the main event. Petrion and Aljamain Sterling too, and then Gilbert and, and uh, Hazmat. Yeah, yeah, Hazmat. She might have. Who is a problem? He might run through Gilbert Burns, and if he does, you have to give him a title shot after Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards. You have to. And if Leon Edwards loses to Kamara Usman, you got to give Orhe Leon Edwards. Back and settle the beef from that three piece in a soda he gave him in London. <laughs> <laughs> Leon Edwards will probably beat him because Leon Edwards is fighting really well. And but let me ask you this: I just want to see it. Let me ask you this: How you feel about Kobe Covington getting his ass beat at by the Orhe club? at the club? At the club, I love it <laughs> because Orhe told him he said, "When I see you out in public, it's still on site." <laughs> I don't know why Kobe didn't believe him I, because what? Kobe's all that Kobe talk is an act. Hey, He's so the, not like that for real. And I was gonna say that like Orhe's like that. Bro, that man told you it was on site, he whooped your ass, and you press charges. Y'all are the same size. You just gotta take that L and walk with it. Yep. And you get it on the phone with Dana, like, I wanna fight him again in the octagon ASAP. Like Yeah. He told he told him it's on site. He told him, he said, I don't like Kobe just, Co- just like he told Ben Askren, he said, I don't like that dude. If I see him at Whole Foods, I'm going to slap him in Whole Foods. And then Kobe, like, 
instead of like Kobe keeps trying to call out Dustin and Dustin's like, dude, I hate you. Like if I see you in public. See, that one's a little more iffy. I don't think Dustin would actually I, nah, do it. Nah, probably. Dustin not about that. But, but I, I think he was serious when he said, I won't fight you in the octagon. Like, I'm oh, not going to, yeah. you're not making no money off of yeah. me. Um, but Orhe's that dude. He is. He built like that. Like, he he's, a gangster for real. He is a gangster for real. And Kobe's not, Kobe talks a big game and it sells pay-per-views. But he really but not, he's not like that. that in real life. <laughs> and then he said in the octagon, he said, I don't like that dude. They was cussing each other out after the fight. They said, I don't like that dude. If I see him out in public, it's on site. He's going to catch these hands. <laughs> and Kobe, for some reason. Just, thought I thought he was playing, bro. Like, no, playing. bro. There are people out there that's not just talking to yeah. sell pay-per-views. They really will. They're really going to hurt you. Or he's one of them. So I like it. Let me see the fight again, too. Oh, yeah. I'll watch that fight again. Kobe will probably win, but I don't care. Maybe not, actually. I think this time, if they fought a second time. Because what... Kobe it, was, God, Kobe ruled the first, you know, two and a half rounds because he just nonstop pressure and he would just go for takedown after takedown. Yeah, but that's annoying. Like, some people aren't. Like, like for the first seven takedowns, Orhe stopped him. But when 10, 11, 12, 13, you get 14, tired. you get tired of that. And and then in the fourth round, Orhe caught him and dropped him like a flash knockdown. But I think he was just too tired to go after him. Yeah, I think he could have if he has the energy he can finish the fight right there. Oh, easy. Easy. I think he I think if they do fight again, I think Orhe finishes him quick. Just knowing that he can It was funny though. Like, that was four that was four rounds deep, extremely exhausted. Yeah, after the takedown of And he dropped him. So I think he knows now. My man Kobe Covington was like, I was taking it. No, nah, bro, you was almost sleep, bro. Well, you weren't was. taking it knee for nobody. <laughs> you just got to go night night. So and I think Colby would wouldn't be the exact same person if they fought again because he know they can get his he know Orhe can beat him up because he did it in real life. So yeah, you uh, ain't got in real life. You ain't got no ref to protect you. That's when you really know if you about that action. That's or not. true. Orhe wasn't. I don't know why. Just don't understand. <clears throat> All right. Orhe grew up fighting in people's backyards. What makes you think he wouldn't yeah, be as serious? My man fought uh... in the Kimbo undercard. Yeah, bro. What makes you think he's not for real? Yeah, bro. He used to throw hands in a man bun and bare fists in someone's backyard for money. Way less money than he's making right now. Like he makes like a hundred bucks, if that. So, um, and he didn't have no professional doctors in his quarter to sew him up. Nah, that's probably he going home and doing it himself, or his lady doing, or it. his lady doing it. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's let's switch. I would like to see that fight. I need your basketball thoughts. Yeah. The Lakers suck. <laughs> oh yeah, bro, it's hard being a Laker fan right now. Lakers suck. Suck. Trade the whole team, but AD and LeBron. <laughs> Trade AD too. Yeah, because he's glass. He's Trade glass. AD you too. breathe on him hard enough, it's a wrap. Oh brother, this guy stinks. Yeah, no, that team's terrible. They missed the playoffs. All right. Last yeah. night, that L and I, the Spurs win officially put them out. They will not even get a play in. Listen, that's okay with me because that's I so called. I called it from the beginning when they made the trade for Rushbrook and all the old heads. I was like, "Well, Brian, you're not going to the playoffs this year, big dog." I called. thought they would at least be like the eight seed. No, nah, I man. knew they were going to be terrible. No, not, okay, not terrible. No, I I thought at least they would make eight seed because of just pure talent. I understand. Yeah, pure, yeah but you're asking your. I understand pure talent doesn't get you that far, but like. You have LeBron James on your team, Anthony Davis, who was supposed to be, you know, the go-to guy, being LeBron is in year 19. 
<clears throat> and Russell, I know he can't shoot, but he can at least he can he can give the, he can pass the ball. <laughs> and he, Carmelo can come off the bench and easily give you ten. He was giving you like fifteen. So, but after that, there's a massive drop off. We they got to Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn hit his knee on the table and didn't come back at all. He didn't come back. Yeah, that's true. But like, still. Just with those alone, you should be able to at least make eighth seed. But everyone else in the West has gotten better. And I mean, that's even the bottom of the Borough teams. That's true. That's true. Yeah, the Lakers suck. <laughs> the Pelicans was like, hey, we're going to go get CJ McCollum. We're going to make the playoffs. Where do you think Dame gets traded this summer? He's not going to be a Blazer. He's not. He's not going to be a Blazer. There's no way. Had if, to- he's a, if he's a Blazer and they don't move him... I'm flying to Portland and I'm fighting the front office because <laughs> I'm tired of watching Damian Lillard, one of the best players in the NBA, waste his talent in Portland. If James Harden hadn't got traded to Philly, he would have. He would have. It would have well, been now. Dame. Where does he go? You have to trade him. You have to. He don't want to be there no more. You just trade his run. You just traded his running mate. Yusuf Nurkic is hurt. You. All right. If I'm the GM, I'm. I want to do everything in my power to get him out of the West. But there may not be anywhere in the East for him to go, where he can compete. Right, the teams at the top of the East are pretty solidified. Miami has a good point guard. Yep. Philly has a good point guard. Brooklyn has Kyrie. <laughs> you can send him to Boston. Yeah. Nah, that's you still taking shots away from the youngsters that are. You know, you can send him to L.A. That would be cool be with me. He'd be a Laker boy. I, He'd be a Laker they boy. They should have tried to make the move for him anyway. He'd it, be a Laker boy. That wouldn't be bad. Him and Braun, no AD. You you ship an AD for that trade. You ship an AD and Russ for that trade. Oh, facts. I would, that would, yeah. That's a, keep Carmelo. Yeah, maybe. If can, if as can, long as he don't retire. Yeah, if you can keep Carmelo, keep Carmelo. Give him 10 minutes a game. He going to give you 12. Yeah. Efficient like twelve from the mid range. I would like that. I mean, I'm not like a Braun fan or anything. But I'm, I'm not either. Fan. But I'm a Laker fan, so, so I would like Dame anything to get us back in the playoffs. Dame would be a. It would take so much such pre- a jump. It'd be such a jump in takes, talent, and it would take so much pressure off Braun. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Braun would. Braun could actually probably average like twenty two a game and and yeah. lower his minutes. Yep. And be like, here, Dame, you got it. It's Dame, the, t- it's got, Dame time. He has the lesser Steph on his team. <laughs> the lesser Steph. That's facts. That's what he is. Nah, it is. I mean, he's, he's more athletic than Steph. But like, oh, yeah. Steph ain't going through the lane trying nah, to dunk nobody. But talent level, he's just the lesser Steph. Yeah. Doesn't dribble quite as well. Doesn't shoot quite as well. So Doesn't pass yeah, quite exactly. as well. But he's there. So, and Steph is a slept on defender. A lot of people sleep on him yeah. defensively. So, I take that. Dame, um, Dame is... Lakers suck, though. Is So funny. <laughs> Dame is the... Is the Costco version of Steph? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to call him the Walmart version because that's like a that's very bad. Yeah, he's not a great value Steph. Yeah, he's he's Costco. Yeah, I like Costco. Like Steph is like your designer brand. So let's see. Lakers suck. Then you got. I'm not worried about the Spurs. Um, the team that's actually interesting in the West is the Mavericks. Yeah, bro, they're a three seed. Yeah. And well, not now. They're four again. No. They'll end the third. Yeah, the oh. Warriors won last oh, night. Oh, they did? Okay. So, they'll end up being the third seed, though, because I don't think the Warriors will win that many more games. So, the Mavericks are interesting, though. They dropped KP and got good. <laughs> I, 
I've been saying I had said that for a long they time. They dropped KP and got good. And I also K- like Spencer Dinwiddie though. Yeah, he fits. Spencer Dinwiddie's nice. Spencer Dinwiddie is nice. Like when he was in Brooklyn, he was nice. Um, <laughs> I like Dinwiddie. I like uh, Jalen Brunson's playing really well too. Really well. Dorian Finney-Smith can come in and get you something. But what's scary is that the Grizzlies can win without their best player. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies are really good. They are very good. But I think Phoenix is still the favorite to come out of the West. They're regular season good. I don't know how well they'll be in a seven-game series. Because seven games against the same person is a little it's, yeah. It's different. Yeah. The well, first game, fine. I will, what's really nerve-wracking, though, is that the Clippers – are probably about to get Kawhi back. Yeah, but... But he ain't played all year, so we don't know how his conditioning is. Yeah, exactly. But if he's healthy and in shape, you kind of got to keep your eye on them just yeah. because Kawhi has always quietly given you like 28-8-8. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, they may not win in the playoff. Playing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the West? Uh, I was I would say four weeks ago, it was. I'd say Warriors were up there favorited to come out, but Steph got hurt. So now it's Phoenix. It's been Phoenix. It's from Phoenix here. now. It's been Phoenix. From it was one here. of them too. Yeah, it was one of them too. Now uh, Steph's hurt. You don't know how he's going to come back if if he comes back. If he comes back, yeah. Um, and I mean, they're not playing terrible without him, but they're not. What's the What's the uh, If they were to all to if the playoffs started right now, it would be Phoenix Clippers, Memphis, Minnesota. Golden State, Denver, Dallas, Utah. That would be the matchup. I like that. That no, and that's probably honestly just looking at it. How it'll probably end. That's probably how it's gonna be. Yeah. Unless San Antonio continues to play the way they're playing, and New Orleans can figure it out to win a game to get in, but I don't see them beating the two, no. the seven and the eight seed. Golden State and hmm. Denver. That would be an interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, Dallas and Utah. I'm taking Dallas in that. Oh, me too. I'm taking Dallas in that. They get out of their first round, and then they would get matched up with who? They would get matched up with that Golden State Denver, that uh, Golden State Denver uh, game. Would it? Yeah. Oh. I think they get out of it. I think they they can can get out of that. Honestly, I'm looking at, like, matchups. Like, Utah doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't have anybody that can guard Luka. Yeah. Same thing if they play the Warriors. Yep. Because you you can't put Clay there all night. Nope. Nope. And you for sure not about to waste Draymond to to guard Luke all night. Yep. You might throw one of those two at him occasionally, yep. but Luke is going to give you buckets, and now you got to worry about Spencer Dinwiddie and the rest of could that Could the team. Mavericks possibly make it to a Western Conference Finals? <laughs> they could. They really could. They really could. I would be actually. I'm not a Mavericks fan by any means, but I am from around here. So yeah, bro, you gotta cheer for the Mavs. It's not like it's not like the Cowboys where you just hate them because of who owns them and how they yeah. act and how their fans act. Yeah, Dallas Maverick fans are calm. Like they're not overbearing. Yep. They're, they're Mavs fans for life. But like, you gotta root for them because they are the hometown team. Could it be a year where the Mavericks make a Western Conference Finals? I, I would be so lit. I'd get tickets. You have to. I, I got to. Yeah, I'd be so lit. It's been if they so make long. a Western Conference Final, Luka's in top running for MVP at that point. He's top three right now anyway. Yeah, because now, because, you know, they don't do the awards before the playoffs anymore. They do it after the season. Yeah. But right now, all right, who's your MVP right now? Right now. 
if they chose today. Joel Embiid? Nope. Maybe. I'm giving it to. Maybe Giannis? I'm for sure not going out. I'm giving it to, to the Joker. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the Joker. Even though they're not. They're the sixth seed, but he's putting up stupid numbers. Maybe DeMar DeRozan? They kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, maybe the- John Morant? I don't know. There's so many people. LeBron James, too. Even though they're eliminated, he shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. There's so many people that are the most I, valuable player on their team. I think Joel Embiid wins it. It's going to be between him and the Joker. Because uh, if you take either one of those guys away from their team, they suck. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. Say, I, and you can say that with Luka. I think you take him off that roster, like the Mavericks are yeah. become a can be lottery a, team. It'd be a year with the Mavericks make it to a Western Conference Finals. We'll keep that in mind. We'll keep our eye on that. Because if they do, they'll get, they're getting matched up with Phoenix... Or whoever Phoenix loses to, which I don't is, see. isn't very, which isn't very possible. Yeah. Phoenix and Mavericks in the Western Conference—that'd be a cool matchup. I like that. That'd be interesting too. What, what you got out East? <laughs> the Bucks. <laughs> we take yeah. the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks or the Nets? Weirdly, I don't know. I could see. I could see it happening. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But could I see? Randomly, KD and Kyrie just every game combining for 60. 60 points. And then the second round, Ben Simmons comes back and looks like he's been healthy for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> and do you think they're saving him? Yeah. That if they get in? I think his back actually is hurting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but they're saving him. Like, they know he's probably healthy enough to play right now. Yeah. But they're like, Kyrie and KD should have enough in the tank to get us into the playoffs. Yeah. Once we get in, depending on the matchup, right? Ben, come on. Yeah. That's a hard team to beat. Because the playoffs started today, they're matched up with Miami. Yep. Oh, goodness. That's you, a tough one. You want Ben in that series. You need Ben in that series. Yeah, you need him in that series. They're so tough. And if they come in at seven, they're matched up with Boston. I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I think they can beat Boston, but Boston's good. Yeah. They're Boston's defensively, really good. I don't. I don't know what... The Mavericks are the same way. Defensively, they're very good. I don't know what the head coach in Boston said. Who is the the head coach of Boston? That's the black guy. I don't know his name. Mavericks is who? Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Which I kind of figured they would figure it out with him. Yeah. And Luka would have sinned with one of the greatest point guards ever coaching him. You never count the Bucks out because of Giannis. And Drew Holiday. Obviously, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is good. Drew Holiday Holiday. is probably, in my opinion, the best on-ball defender in the NBA. Yeah. He's good. I like Drew Holiday a lot. Um, Who else is in? um, Miami, Bucks. Boston. Boston. I don't like Toronto. Something about them. They're they're there. They're just quietly sitting at the five. In... Chicago put themselves is in a bind. Lonzo's not coming back. Nope. So, um, has Zach Levine even been playing? No, he's been resting. They've made the playoffs, so it's fine. Okay. Um, I want to see. I if wish I wish Lonzo was playing because I would want to see the possibility of Lonzo and Lamelo playing each other. Because the Hornets are in tenth. Are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're in the play in. Oh, yeah, because the play-in is set for the East. Yep. Um, I don't know. 
I think I honestly think, and it's we got to keep our eye on Cleveland just because of how big they are. I honestly think it's just a repeat of last year. You're gonna get Bucks, Bucks, Suns, yeah, and Bucks and six. I do. I'm gonna go crazy and say Suns and seven. See, I could see it, but I just think I Giannis I, is just too good right now. He's so good, and he's one. He's willingly shooting like consistently well from the three point line and mid and mid range. Yeah, like, he's shooting. He's pulling that thing. Like, oh, how do you shoot it? How do you stop it now? Like before, you could just pack the paint, yeah, and make him pass. Now you're like, hey, this dude got a mid range jumper. Mm-hmm. He's shooting the three confidently. That was probably the biggest problem before. He didn't shoot it. Con- now he's, now he's unstoppable with confidence. Now he's he's literally unstoppable. You have to double him. You have to. I if think- you want a chance to stop him, you got to double him. But now you're leaving Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday open, so you can't do that. And they pro- they pretty deep. Roster wise, yep. in general. So, good luck. I think the Bucks. I take Bucks and six. I wouldn't be surprised if Phoenix and seven. And honestly, I'm not a big Chris Paul fan, but I think he gets hurt again because that's what happens to Chris Paul in the playoffs. playoffs. In the playoffs, Chris gets- Paul gets hurt. That's just how it goes. There's certain things that just happen on planet. I breathe. I die. Chris Paul gets hurt in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, so I know you probably talked about it. I haven't been listening to the podcast recently, but I know you talked about Will Smith smacking the dog shit. That was my next thing I was going to ask you, and that's exactly how we're ending it. <laughs> what you think about it? <laughs> All right, so I took I it. I just want to listen to this. I took I, it. On the last episode I did, I talked about it, and I was like, so on the next episode, whoever's co-hosting with me, we're definitely going to talk about it because I need someone else's opinion so I can listen to it. All right. So, yeah. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> When I first seen it, I thought it was fake. I thought it was like I saw it live. Okay, so I okay, let I, me just tell you. I saw it live on accident. Okay, let me tell you. I didn't even know the Oscars were on. <laughs> so, and I just so happened, you know, I, I'm in the movies, I'm in all that. I just so happened to get on my phone, I'm laying down watching basketball, and the first thing I see is is Twitter. I don't even have a Twitter anymore. I don't use it. I get on Instagram and everyone's there's memes already. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the so I'm like, you know where I gotta go to find the information? Good old fashioned Facebook. Yep. Some, and all I see is Will Smith smacking the dog shit out of him. I'm like, oh, that's fake. It's staged. And yep. then I watched it a few more times. I was like, oh no, he's pissed. And then the keep my wife's name out your mother's mouth. I was like, oh, he's really mad. He was wrong. So I saw it live on accident. I was watching a game. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the Oscars are on tonight. I wonder I wonder if they got to Best Actor yet. Okay. So I turned it on, and the only – I turned it on. In time? At the joke. At the joke of G.I. Jane, I'm ready for part two. Okay. Then the slap. And I was like, they try to make they try to make anything to make the Oscars interesting. Yeah, because – And then he started cussing, and I was like, oh. No, this isn't This fake. is real. Oh, no, Will. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I I understand both sides of it. You know, me too. Like, I, I got a girl, so I'm like, I'm going to defend my wife in, the, in that situation. But there's a multitude of different ways that he could have he could have done it. And if I'm going to, like, if I'm going to slap you, I'm probably not going to do it on the world's other stage. That, that big. That big. Yeah, exactly. You could see it in his face. Like, that West Philly came out for a second, and he remembered, oh, I'm in Hollywood. Yeah, like. Uh, no, it was still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. In- oh yeah, and 
he now has the most viral TV moment of all time. He's been viral for like the last year and a half, though. But I'm just saying in general. like, And it doesn't lot- make it any better, though, that the dude that his wife had an affair with is making a book about it. Yeah. I was like, yo, like that's who you need to be slapping, Will. Very true. You need to line him up. Tell your son, I know that's your partner, but I'm going to whoop his ass. Understandable. And then hand Jada Pickett-Smith divorce papers and say, like, sorry, I love you, but I'm not going to be the butt of your jokes anymore. I 100% agree. I don't like Jada Pinkett-Smith. I used to before, you know, when I was like, oh, she used to love Tupac. Yeah. And then she married Will, and I was like, dang, she just ruined Will Smith. I just don't like Jada Pinkett-Smith. All right, so does the Oscars take his Oscar from him? No. No. Now, he removed himself from the Academy. He said, he's, here's my resignation. I'm out. Yeah. I don't care. But he's he take his Oscar from him. Yeah. He deserved that. He worked for it. He's probably still in King Richard mode. That's why he hit him. <laughs> okay, I yeah. haven't seen King Richard. He's just a, Will Smith's a method dude. So, he's a method actor. So, he's probably still in King Richard mode, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, he's probably still in King Richard mode. Um, no, nah, that'll take it away from him. Now, so. and you know, I, you know, I love Chris Rock, man. Like, I like Chris, Chris Rock, too. Chris Rock came out and was like, yo, like, don't kick him out. Like, I like Chris Rock. Like, we'll figure this out at some point. I'm still going to, I'm dealing with it. He's dealing with it. It's a lot to process at that level. Like, we're, honestly, we're not even in the same, like, mental state that those yeah. people are. They have money just for the sake of having money. Yep. I sit here and wonder if, like, what can I buy today that ain't going to break my bank account? Yep. So, like, their mental state is totally different. So, like. Slap the shit out of someone on TV. Yeah, bro, like. Uh, what you know? He wasn't thinking about the consequences because he it wasn't. He didn't think it was gonna hurt his bank account. Yeah. Now it is. Yeah. Because movies are like, oh, let's wait till this fallout happens and see. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is fine. He'll bounce back. It's Will Smith. He's one of the best actors in the world. Like well, I just said, when it happened, I was so confused after I realized it was real, and then I watched it until he got best actor, and I was like. It just shows how much power Will Smith has over the Hollywood movies. He walked on stage and assaulted a man. Man didn't want to press charges. And then was allowed to sit back in his chair and no one did a thing. Yeah, I, I was so, it irritated me so bad. Like, as soon as it happened, like, I stayed up. Now I'm invested once I've seen it. I'm yeah. like, I got to see what's going on. And i seen the reports that the, uh, the Academy had asked him to leave. And then the report came out from other people like, no, they never asked him to leave at yeah. all. Like, no, you can't ask him to leave. Like, it's Will Smith. You know what else you going to... And this is, this is just like I'm... This is just I wonder like, how that feels to know the, that you can do that and just... This is, there's only like, few people in, 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 in Hollywood that could get away with like, it. like, uh, no, he's Will Smith. You can't do it. You're not going to kick Samuel L. Jackson out. Nope. Tyler Perry, you for sure not going to nope. kick out because he's sitting at the table. Yep. Um, there's a lot, there's a few there's a lot quite a bit yeah Denzel it's not happening to it. Brad hey. Leo it's not happening to them I'm trying to think of like females I can't even think of any female uh, Meryl Streep no she no for sure not getting kicked yeah, out yeah she not <laughs> kicked out Meryl <laughs> Streep she come getting... up there kicking your nuts and yeah and like, you, you gonna give her a hug after that feels to just know that I can do what I want right now not do and all these, I, I seen a roast, and like all these comedians are like, "We're gonna, we're gonna ruin Will Smith." Like that dude's wiping his ass with a hundred dollar bills and throwing it in the trash. All the comedians on the planet can do what they want. They're still not a like they're not on Will Smith's level. He's ascended to like the top of the top. He's up there with Leo 
and, and Brad, Brad and, and like you and Denzel. You can't touch Samuel. Them. Like you not you can't like all you comedians that turned into actors. Y'all are good, but y'all aren't Will Smith. No, Will Smith. And most of the comedians that have started acting only do comedies. Exactly. Will, Will Smith, Smith does it all. He does everything, and he's still and he's still funny. Yeah, dude, is funny. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I was watching. I'm like, man, most of these comedians like still have to go on a tour. I don't have to hear a thing from Will Smith, and I'm still gonna turn on Fresh Prince of Bel Air if it's exactly. on my TV. Exactly. <laughs> Which I was watching earlier. This man, <laughs> I saw a thing. It was a video. It was a meme, and it now, said, did- uh, "said I got in one little uh, fight, and my mom got scared and said, uh, and she said." You can't be slapping Chris Rock because your wife ain't got no hair. That <laughs> <laughs> um, was genius. Yeah, like, <laughs> and like Chris Rock's brothers, like, oh, something, something. I I seen some tweets he was tweeting, and he was like, I whoop his ass. Like, no, you're not. You're not. You're though. not. You're not. I understand you think that because it's Will Smith. And he's a Hollywood actor, and you're supposed to protect your brother, right? I'm sorry, but you're not. Will Smith, six three. 200 pounds and trained to be Muhammad Ali for five years trained to hand-to-hand combat and I am legend I'm sorry it's not happening he gonna hit you and it's gonna hurt he knows what he's doing I don't know that slap looked kind of whack I don't think I think it was more of a disrespect thing than him trying to hurt him yeah because the slap is much more disrespectful oh yeah you, if you slap somebody if you slap another grown man That's, before you punch him you might as well go ahead and chop that up as an L on your part yeah. unless you unless you turn around and knock that person out yep you lose. Yeah. I don't care what happens. You can beat him to half the death. You have lost in my book. Yeah, because you let another grown man slap. Him. He slapped him. That's. I think it was more of a disrespect thing. And he him slapped him. Chris Rock was just like, "Damn, Will Smith just slapped me." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you losing that fight. He, you losing that fight. Yeah. Hey, people. people and I, you seem know, to forget. And, and you know, Will Smith. He's still like. I understand he's been in Hollywood for a while. He's still from. He's still from West Philly. He's yeah. still got like when it needs to come out. It'll pop out. <laughs> and so, on top of, like, the drama of it all, like, I really was, like, amazed that, like, uh, Denzel and Tyler Perry, like, pulled him to the side. I wonder how it feels to be Denzel to have the quote of, the devil comes for you when you're at your highest moments. To just have that in your bag. That's, like, in your, bro, that sounds like something somebody writ for him. Yeah, exactly. And you have that, like. Just in your bag. You just got that in your bag. Here you go. Take this, drop it. Yeah. Somebody's going to get that as a tattoo. Yeah, 100%. Facts. I'm gonna see it on some dude's leg. 100. percent uh, Like just, I, just to have that, that level of just like intelligence s- and suave. Yeah. Just so, just be so cool. You just have that just ready to go. I what? It's a different level. <laughs> That's like when it comes to us, like as basketball players, to have like or as golfers to have in your bag, like oh, I'm stuck behind this dog lake left trees. Let me pull out this little five iron, sting it, and hook left it, and land it on the green. Well, let me this, tell just you, casually. there's only like part of my golf game that I mastered. And it's the anything fifty yards or closer. Once I get to the green, I'm Gucci. It's the getting there that takes me a minute sometimes. Mine's weird. Putting's pretty easy for me because I understand I, angles. And I kind of got the I got my mid game has gotten a lot better, but like I still not even gonna I still struggle coming off the tee box. Putting's pretty easy for me. Because I understand, because I look at putting as the same as I look at basketball. I just look at I just look at it as from like angle. And I think that's why I'm good at it. Um, like you said, 50, 75 yards in, it's pretty, pretty, pretty consistent. Um, 
one, I don't know. It's weird. My off the tee, I can be good. I have my days. I have days where I'm like, oh, we hitting the shit out the ball. Yeah. But then I have days where I'm just terrible. Everything's yeah. a splice left or right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's days where I'm like, well, I'm going to have to buy a new set of bikes, balls for the week. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to play like crap. Did <laughs> you know that? So I was. Uh, I might actually try to play today. It's or just windy go as balls. It is, but I don't care. The Masters start tomorrow on Tiger's back. Yeah. So just feel it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, did you know that? So Woodlawn closed in Sherman. Yeah. You permanently. Told me, yeah, you told me that the other day. I hate Stone Creek now for raising the prices. So we really only have two choices here. Who? Here. Stone, oh, in Tanglewood. In yeah. Tanglewood. Which. Unless Tanglewood fixed it, I played there last year, late in the year, uh, and the greens were just pulled the fuck up. Like, they didn't even have the greens. Like, it was more dirt than green. Tanglewood's were not really even here. You still got to drive 20 minutes to get there. Yeah, but it's better than... What else do we have, though? You got Stone Creek. I mean, in all honesty, I might just start going to Waters Creek in McKinney. In McKinney. Because it's only... So, Twilight there is 30 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's not And bad. that golf course is beautiful. Yeah, I've never played it. The golf course is great. Yeah, I'm driving 30 minutes to get there, but at the same time, do I want to just go on and drive 30 minutes there, spend $30, and play on a great golf course that's going to have nice greens, grass will be I've cut. Heard, um, I've heard really good things about the, the course in Bonham. Which was- I like that course. Uh, Hayden, he used to work out there, and we used to go out there and play. They have a whole, I think it's whole 15 or 16 it's a par three, and it's the tee box and nothing but water, and then an island green. Mm. That's a fun hole to play. It's like 200 yards. Did you know there's a golf course in Dallas called the 100? I've heard. Okay. I think it's called the 100. I've heard somebody says it. I've been, like, looking at courses. It's like, 100, it's like 120 bucks to play. Yeah. But every hole on the course is modeled after the most famous holes in golf. Okay. So they have Amen's Corner from the Masters in it. Ooh. They have hole 16 from the Phoenix Open, the par 3 over the Dog Lake right, par yeah. 3 sitting on an island green you got to take a bridge to. Um, they have, um, what is it, 17 at the Arnold Palmer Invitation, Okay, surrounded by deep bunkers. Every hole on that course is modeled after the most famous holes in golf. So, I want to play that course. That'd be fun. Really, just honestly, I would just I would pay money just to go play hole 16 of the Phoenix Open. That's like one of the most iconic golf shots ever. Ever. Yeah. That would be so in Amen's corner from the Masters. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, I want to know what it feels like to like like when Tiger won that Amen's corner, that par five that everyone hits it into the water because they try to attack the flag. Yeah. I want to know how hard that actually is. It, it's just watching it. I'm like, I'm not. I think I'm shooting short for that. Like, I'm gonna see everyone. See exactly everyone else. And, and all these professional golfers, they end up shooting short and they go a club more. So like I wonder how hard that hole actually is, because yeah. it got to be. It we'll has to, to be so difficult. We'll have to look into that. I want to go play there, yeah. even if I can only. If I only, even if I only have time to play like five holes, that's fine. That's fine with me. If I can play hole sixteen, Phoenix Open over that water. If we can, so, it, in holes, Amen's corner. Yeah, I'll be I'm okay. Yeah, me, I'm, and, <laughs> me and Ben have talked about uh, talked about like trying to start going on like golf trips. Cause there's some there's some interesting places you can go play. I think that's uh, played at. I've only actually played golf once out of Texas, and it was whenever I went to Destin with my dad a couple years ago. And we played at uh, Regatta. I played at Regatta Bay, 
which is um, over by Tiger Woods' neck of the woods. Okay. And it was like $210 to play. And that what that was with the discount from the hotel that I was staying in gave me. And like you walk in, the clubhouse looks like a it, the clubhouse to the golf course looked like the Fresh Prince of Wales, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's house. That's tough. They had Arnold Palmer's gloves, that Jack Nicholas's uh, clubs, that Tiger's cleats, Whew. just sitting in there. I was like, man, this is. Golf carts were nice. I got a caddy. <laughs> I was like, man, this is crazy, hey. dude. Dude, I, my dad dropped me off because obviously I wasn't old enough yet to rent a car. Um, which is weird to say, but now we enough. are, we're old enough now. <laughs> I wasn't old. This was, this was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, dog, we're old enough now. We don't uh, need, we uh, don't need parents <laughs> to rent cars now. So man. I wasn't old enough to rent a car. So my dad dropped me off and we got there and a dude walked up to us and was like, are you here? You have a tea time? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he goes, all right, cool. Uh, unlock the, I'm like, you know, where are your clubs? And I said, they're here in the back. And my dad unlocked the thing. I went inside and paid. Came back out, dude had got my clubs out, got my cleats out, loose laced them for me, put balls in the little golf cart for me, and everything. I was like, all right, you ready? I was like, huh? <laughs> What's going on here? That's tough. I knew it was good. That day, though, I, first of all, I knew I had to play good because I'm playing at a mean- course that Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas and Tiger have played at. Yeah. So I got to play good. That's just off that alone. Then. The driving range, first of all, the driving range was free, and it came with, you know, like when you see t- like professionals warm up has like the pyramid of balls. Yeah, that's what the driving range was like, and I was like, this is cool. I mean, it's not anything special, but I, I've only ever seen this on TV. And then um, I hit a couple shots there. Then I went to the little like chipping and putting green. I hit a couple shots there, and um, a dude came over to me and he was like, uh, "You, Aaron? I'm like, yeah." And he goes. Um, the group in front of you, they're playing as a group, so your tea time got moved up to nine. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. And he goes, are you by yourself? And I said, yeah. And he goes, Philip will be over in a minute. And I went, all right, yeah, no problem. And um, so Philip, this dude named Philip, old white dude, came by. And he was just talking to me while I was just chipping, waiting until nine o'clock came in. And I chipped a shot from about 20 yards off the chipping green, and it bounced four times, and it went in. And I was like, today might be a good day. Cool. And then Philip goes, all right, cool. It's nine. You ready to go to hole one? And I said, yeah. And he goes, follow me over there. I'll show you where it's at. I just thought because he knew that I was never, I'd never been there before. He was yeah. just going to, you know, show me, you know, show me like on the little on the, golf pamphlet. Yeah, where yeah like anywhere else are. we're going to play it. And he pulls up and he's in his own cart and he has like teas and, you know, towels and water and sand and all this stuff. And he goes, yeah, it's a par four. It's 427 yards. It goes a little right. And I was like, okay, cool, man, thanks. So I put my glove on. I just walk up to the tee. I'm just ready to go. And he just, he walks up with me behind me. And I was like, all right. And uh, he goes, you good? And I went, yeah. And he goes, I would actually aim a little bit more to the left uh, so you can get a straight shot. Fuck Ray. Ray's calling me. <laughs> anyway. and uh, Sidebar. He was like, yeah, no, uh, I'll be caddying for you today. And I was like, oh, shit, now I have to play good. <laughs> There's no choice. Yeah, dog, if I get a caddy, I got to play. Probably, I, I'm I, probably just played the best round of golf of my entire I life. I have to. And then, so the first three holes, I actually parred all three of them, hey. which was fine. Then we caught up to another dude who was playing a solo as well. And I watched him hit. 
And I was like, he's he was older, but every single one of his shots was going straight. Every single one. It's so, weird how old old men old men don't hit the ball far. Nah, bro. They but play, they hit it straight. They pit. They play a very simple game. Yeah, very. Like, like off the tee, good as I can get it. Not looking for a whole bunch of power. Stay in yep. the fairway. Yep. I'm like he if got. They're it. on a par four. They're looking to get to the green on par at shot four. Yep. Like they're on the green at shot four. Yep. They're okay. Going. He was probably in his sixties, and he hit the ball. I mean, he was hitting it like one eighty two hundred, which is fine, which is great at that age, to be honest. Yeah. But um, he turned around and he saw his weight and he goes, you want to play with me? And I was like, oh, shit, I can't say no. So I was like, yeah, I'll play with you. You never tell anybody no if they ask them. It's so weird. like, Yeah, exactly. And I was like, damn it. Well, I've been playing good. I might be able to, you know, I might be able to play with them. But the benefit of it was even if I hit a bad shot that I don't end up where I want it to be, I know I'm okay because I'm going to beat him because I'm driving the ball two times as far as him. So it's fine, it's cool. You can, so you got ground you can make up. Yeah, exactly. So we, get, you know, he goes and uh, he moves, and he goes, "All right, you want to start here?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." So he, me, and my caddy walk up. His caddy walks up to him. And he pulls up this. He pulls out a three iron, which I've never seen in person before. Which is basically just a driving, just driver, but it's in an iron form. He pulls out a three iron. And we're on a hole like six. And he hits it and goes extremely high, straight as can be, just super straight. And I was like, all right. The fuck you want, nigga? I'm with Jared right now. With your punk ass. Anyway. Yeah. That's so anyway, funny. Anyway, so he hits it straight as can be. And I was like, and I turned to my caddy and I was like, oh, this is what it's like. Oh, this is cool. All right, cool. So I turned, I was like, yo, how long is this hole? And he goes, it's 526 yards. And I was like, uh, what's the part? And he goes, it's four. And I went, four? Hello? I'm recording. I'm sorry, I got to work. I'll call you in a minute. We're almost done. We've been at it for an hour. Okay, fuck you, ho. Anyway. Have, why have you never had Ray on here? Because it's Ray. Uh, Never mind. I was going to say that. It's because it's So, he goes, it's 526 yards. It's a par four? Par four. God damn. Oh, yeah. I'm like triple bogey. And I was like, like, damn. All right. And he goes, I would pull out three wood here. I said, why? And he goes, there's a pond like slash creek about 300 yards up. Uh, And I was like, so, play is to lay up? And he goes, yeah. Do you you think you can drive over it? And I went, how far would I have to carry? And he goes, you'd have to carry about 290. And I was like, you got oh, let's go for it. Why not? <laughs> and I hit it. I never have swung a golf a golf club so hard, but it ended up going extremely straight. And it just soared past it. I was like, I'll never be able to do that again. But <laughs> the dude to my left looked like, he looked at me like, oh, shit, what have I got myself into? <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. Oh, <laughs> I feel shit. fine now. The second hole. Uh, second shot, he got up there. He hit it to up a little bit, like 50 yards past me. And um, so he now he's on his third. I'm on my second. So we drive over this bridge, get to our to my ball. And he goes, on this one, I would 100% sure lay up. Just hit it over the trees. Don't try to get it to the green because it's a hard hook dog lick right. Just hit it high. If you can put a little bit of a fade on it, do it and put it right up next to the green. And I was like, why? And he goes, you see this bunker right here? You don't want to be in it. I was like, all right, I trust you on this one. So I took a, like a 
six iron out. And I just put it up high. Like you said, I hit it probably like a hundred yards, maybe a little more. And then whenever we got there, I understood why he meant, why he said, don't hit it into that bunker. The bunker wall was like 15 feet high. Or you got to be like a pro's pro. You got to be like Phil Mickelson pro to get out of that thing. Yeah, bro. So I was like, uh. Okay, and we don't get bunkers like that around here. No, the it like it, you know, the whole hole was up like rising okay. up the whole yeah. time. But when I got to it, I was like, "How do you like? What do you do? I if you're on this side of the the bunker and the greens here, I can understand how you can flop that out because you have room to. What happens if your ball ends up next to the wall? You're like standing like sideways. Yeah, you have to you. Unless you have like the craziest lofted pitching wedge or sand wedge ever, you have to. You just gotta take the. You just gotta take the swing and go back one <laughs> to get out. <laughs> you just gotta take one for the team at that point. But yeah, no, that course is really nice. That course is. Uh, they had a hole where you have to take a bridge to a tee box that was probably as big as this room. Sheesh! And then. You have to take a bridge to it, and then to leave it, you yeah. gotta drive, and it's on two. It's two islands. The green was straight ahead of you. There's no, there's no turns. It's straight ahead, but it's on an island. No bunkers. It's just green fringe and a little bit of rough. That's it. How you even supposed to like? You have to be so accurate to hit that thing. Yeah, bro. You. It was a par three, and it was two hundred and six yards. You can't lay up. First of all, that's. A long par three. Yeah. Second, there's no room for error. Either in the water or you ain't. Yeah, exactly. You got to hit front of the green and hopefully it doesn't roll off the bat. You got to be talented enough to either put a lot of spin on it and go right at the flag and hopefully it just stays where it's at. Or you got to put it high enough to where it just goes and drops exactly where it hits. And there's there's got to be like no wind because you don't want to have to yeah, take exactly. any. That's tough. Dude, dude, I played with, he got it there in three. I think I got it there in two. I hit one into the water, and then the second one I just hit. I was like, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. And I hit it, and it just landed up there. So I was like, fine. I'll take that. That's tough. Then we got done playing, and I was very excited to leave. Because I was like, God, this is the hardest golf course I've ever played in my life. <laughs> it's nice, though. It's extremely nice. But I was like, I would love to come back and play it, but... Now, ugh, I need people of my caliber talent there because I had to concentrate to play that well. It wasn't easy. So that's not, cool. not a course I could show up and be like, all right, I'm going to get boozy today. Yeah, no, you got to. I Yeah, they have a they had they literally had a like a, a dress code. You have to have golf cleats. Okay, I think that should be almost a rule. Yeah, most places. I bought a, um, you know, the ball markers that you can put on your hat. Yeah, a little clip. I bought one. I still have it on my hat now, my golf hat now. It was like, I think it says it's a white one. It says Regatta Bay. Um, and it was $70. Speaking of golf hats, I got to buy the one. Pit, just the ball marker was $70. That's tough. I wanted a hat, but I was like, dude, this was $70. Who knows how much Who knows how much an actual article of clothing is? I was like, yeah, F this, dude. Those dudes in there buying stuff. I was like, what? Some dude showed up in a t-shirt and some shorts. And he goes, yeah, no, I um, forgot my golf stuff at home. Just figured I'd buy some stuff out of the clubhouse. And he was like, yeah, no problem. What size do you need? He was like, I wear a larges and uh, like a 36 in the pants or something like that. 
He was like, all right, yeah, cool, no problem. And he goes, yeah, and he gets a shirt, he got a hat, he got shorts, he got cleats, he got socks, he got a rangefinder. And the dude, he, you know, cashier guy, he goes, all right, your total today is 6200 and something dollars. And he was like, all right, no problem. Swiped it. Amax. He probably had an Amax. Probably. Hell, <laughs> I don't know. Gotta have Amax. I have no idea. I know that when my dad took us, we had to, because it it's gated. It's in a gated community. Okay. Called the Billionaire Circle. On the gate, it says Billionaire Circle. Yeah, dog. I might not ever play that course. It's a nice course. You know, I'm cheap, though. I like that course a lot. I don't know. I'd probably play it. Yeah, I had when I realized that 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 course is over by Tiger Woods' house and like all these people that played on it. I was like, I gotta play this one. I have to, even if I run out of money playing it, I have to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta play it. I don't know how often I'm gonna be in Destin, but I was like, dude, I gotta, I gotta play at least a golf course in Florida. Florida's a golf place. I was like, I gotta end Destin's a retirement town. Yeah, facts. So I was like, I gotta play at least a golf course there. At least one. And I found that one. And I played it. But I don't know. Damn, you know how long this episode is? Yeah, like an hour and a half. Hour and 20 minutes. Let's wrap it up. Uh, so I'm going to call so I can call Ray back so he leave me alone. Anyway. Because yeah, he's um, worse than boy, for real. Um, anyway. Um, oh, shit. I don't know. I don't need the dog. I guess... Um, yeah. See you on Friday. I mean, Tuesday. This is a Friday episode. This is Tuesday. You being back for Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Jared's the the new guy now. So, um, I think uh, go to patreon.com slash NYMP. You can buy some shirts there if you want. You don't have to, though. Um, then uh, add me on PlayStation, actually, and play some Elden Ring. Because I've been getting my ass cheeks clapped by one of the bosses on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's all I got, really. Jared, you got anything? No, nah, dog. I got to get my get used to this again, so I don't have anything. All right. Uh, with that being said, we will see you on Tuesday.